budget is supposed to be something that serves you very well. So we approach all of this from the perspective is how well will these apps or these opportunities for us to manage our money through these apps, how well will they do that for us? How easy, how intuitive, how simple is it for me to just do my budget? That's all I really want to do. Welcome to Getting Money Right, a show dedicated to helping you achieve financial freedom through education and inspiration so that you can be free to pursue your true life's purpose. We're your hosts, David Thompson and Leo Sabo, and in this episode of Getting Money Right, we're going to be talking about the budget tool that we recommend. Yes, that's right. After four episodes of reviewing major budgeting softwares and tools that are out there in the world, we're finally going to announce our favorite tool and tell you why we recommend it. So five episodes ago in episode 120, we talked about the four foundational principles of a budget. And then after that, we just went through different budgeting tools. We went through an episode 121, reviewing our yearly budget tool, the tool that we give you for free through leosabo.com that Leo and I have used personally, and then we've taught others to use. And then we then graduated into other tools as well. Uh, we've looked at YNAB in episode 122. We went really deep into every dollar in episode 123. Last episode was Mint, and we you know, just looked into every piece of each one of these softwares. And so I think it's important that we quickly review the four foundational principles of a budget. And then we will let you know what our favorite tool is and what our recommendation for you is. Yeah, that's great. And before I go into these four principles of a budget, my encouragement to you is to go through at least the last three to four episodes and really look at these three specific YNAB every dollar and mint that we talked about. And of course, also the budget that we created, which is a yearly budget tool. We had an opportunity to really go deeper into those, the pros and cons of each, so that you have a better understanding. In this episode, we're not going to go as deep about them because we just want to give you our final recommendation. But if you want to know more about them, my recommendation is go back, listen to them, and make sure that you're fully understanding what each one of these apps will do for you. As we said earlier, David, there's no specific perfect app for anyone. So you have to find something that makes sense to you. So it looks the way you want it to look. It's accomplishing the things you want it to accomplish. And hopefully it's based on these four foundational principles of a budget that we introduced back in episode 120. So let me go over those quickly. Number one, assign every dollar and that's doing ahead of time, right? It's taking every dollar that you have and creating a zero based budget and that's spending your money on purpose. Number two is arrange every expense and that's creating some categories that you can break your money up into categories because it's easier to manage that way. So there's usually seven to nine main categories and a bunch of subcategories in each one of those main categories. Three, allocate it evenly. And this is about the surplus deficit that can roll over from month to month, right? So it's about creating a budget that you can assign a set amount for each one of your categories. And that helps you to manage your money better because it looks ahead. It forecasts for expenses that are coming in the months to come, but they're not happening every month. So it really looks at an annual view rather than just a monthly or quarterly view. It really gives you the ability to manage your money much better when you do it that way. And number four, adjust as necessary. And that's about tracking your expenses. No budget should be static, right? Creating a budget means that you have a plan. 
tracking it, making adjustments, it's what helps you to make that budget better and better every time. That's right. So these four foundational principles of a budget should apply to every budget out there. Mm -hmm. And so you should always start by assigning every dollar, making sure that you arrange every expense, then you allocate it evenly, and then you adjust it as necessary. Uh, these go across the board. These are principles. So as we went through and looked at every one of these budgeting tools and softwares, we applied those four principles to each one to see if they were allowing you to walk through those principles mm -hmm. in your financial plan. Now, one other thing that we did at the beginning of this process is we started a survey, and we ended up with 185 responses, actually over over 190, but then we took out the kind of the one-offs, the ones that only got one response. But we asked the question, you know, what budget tool or what software do you use? And so over 190 responses, uh, 85 people said that they used Excel. Yeah. Uh, that is 46 percent. Very interesting. Very interesting. Uh, and then 26 people said that they used every dollar. Out of that 185, 24 people said they use YNAB. And actually, every dollar and YNAB were neck and neck. Every time I would enter a result for what every dollar, the next result would be for YNAB. And then every dollar and then YNAB. It was back and forth. Uh, every dollar inched out at the very end to take second place. Uh, next was paper with 16 responses. Mint with 14 responses. And then a combination of either Quicken or QuickBooks. Both are Intuit software. I just kind of combined the two for nine total responses. And then eight people said that they did their budget in their head. <laughs> and then three people said that they were using envelopes or actual physical envelopes. Right. Envelopes is a software that allows you to basically digitally track like an envelope. Yep. Sounds kind of funny. Envelopes and M. Mm, like M&Ms. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, 46% of people said they use Excel. 15% were using every dollar, about 13% using YNAB. And I think it's really good. That helped us to really craft out these episodes to say, okay, we're going to focus on Excel, the pros and cons, and the tool that we provide, every dollar, YNAB, and paper. And I think it was funny, even as we went through and got some of these responses, Linda M., she reached out and she said that her process for budgeting was just to give it to her husband. <laughs> <laughs> that and, happens more often than not, that's unfortunately. Right. Unfortunately. No, in this case, I know that she said it tongue-in-cheek because I know Linda, and she's actually an excellent budgeter, and she's got a great relationship with her husband where they are in unity on their spending, and they actually help coach other people. They're some of my favorite people that I know. Uh, Greg R., he reached out in his response, and he said that his best budget tool is prayer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm winging a prayer. <laughs> I think we've all been there at some yeah. point in our life, but you I can't hope, stay I hope there. it goes beyond that. <laughs> That's right. Pray, you but stay. you're going to have to act and do something. God's not going to budget for you, my friend. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So I believe that if you're going to go biblical on this, it's going to come down to being a good steward and a good manager, which is going to include a plan. <laughs> yep. And some action. And some action. That's right. Yep. So I think, I mean, without further ado. Yeah, well, let's just jump into this. Let's jump in. So as a way to compare these evenly, we wanted to just create a grid, an Excel spreadsheet that we're going to run off of that compares these three apps. And we're going to ask certain questions on whether they meet that criteria or not. This is the right. best side-by-side -side comparison we can give you. So here we go. So the prices, uh, really it comes down to is it free or are there premium features? And when it comes to every dollar, 
Every dollar is $129.99 per year to have the premium features. That's where you can connect your bank accounts and have your transactions automatically downloaded in. Right. Now, there is a free version as well, which I think is great, uh, but it lacks that ability to connect those bank accounts. Right. Uh, with YNAB, you're looking at $84 a year. And there is no free version. Mm -hmm. So YNAB is a paid app uh, and software that you can access online. There is a 34-day free trial, like which that. will allow you to test it out and see if it's going to work for you. Yeah, and I know they're great at actually extending that if you need more time to be convinced yeah. that this is the app for you. Yeah, they really do work with people a lot. I love that. And then Mint is free on, uh, on all aspects. It's free, mm -hmm. but it's paid for by their ads, and their ads are everywhere. And you literally can't even use Mint unless you connect your personal bank accounts or connect other accounts to begin working in their system. Yeah, you cannot create a budget. The first step is add your account yep. and then you create your budget, okay. which actually really explains a lot of why this is such a difficult app that it actually starts with transactions. This is something we covered in last week's episode that you have to literally wait until transactions are present and then begin to build your budget. Or if you build your budget and automatically downloads transactions from the last 30, 60, 90 days, you have to go back and assign all those. So you're creating a budget based on information that's already plugged in, instead of starting out with creating the budget, assigning the money you want for each category, and then beginning to track transactions, which is totally different. Because now you have to go back and make some work. So that that's the difficult part about it. It's a Mint. very frustrating platform. Yes, we will absolutely. say probably up front, it's not going to be the number one budget no. that we recommend. <laughs> no, no. In fact, we may actually get pretty ugly about it in a minute here. But uh, so let's let's talk about some of the other features here. Can you do more than one budget? Meaning, can you create multiple budgets on that platform? Well, with YNAB, you can create as many as you want. And you can do, either do a personal or a business budget, which I really like. With every dollar, you cannot create more than one. The only way to do that is to create another account, pay another premium, and then do that account. But if it's free, of course, you can do as many as you want, but you will need different logins for each one, which is a bit of a, of a downer. And then for Mint, same thing. You cannot create more than one because you're opening up and creating these, these budgets based on actual accounts that you're going to have to connect. So if you're doing that with more than one, again, you'd have to have a separate login. And so... YNAB really is the winner on this one because you can create as many as you need. YNAB is the clear winner. And I love that you can create experimental budgets. You can create budgets for your business. You can create budgets for a nonprofit in your mind. You can create, you know, everything that you want and test it out and play with it. Yeah. And I love that. So as we go through the four rules, uh, is it easy to assign every dollar? Well, with every dollar budgeting tool, yes. yes. And it's encouraged. Actually, it's got great language around it. So great job to Dave Ramsey and his team uh, with the every dollar app on assigning every dollar. With YNAB, yes, and it's easy. And then with Mint, the answer is no. You're stuck with their main categories. You can create subcategories, but even then, there were some very clunky issues that we talked about in the last episode. Mm -hmm. So I'd say it's quite frustrating. So can you arrange every expense? Meaning, is it customizable? Is it easy for you to go in and create categories, arrange? And so with every dollar, yes, and it's easy. With YNAB, yes, and it's easy. And then again, like we just said with Mint, uh, the answer is no. You're stuck with their main categories, which is very frustrating. And then on top of that, when you go in and try to create the subcategories, 
you can't have two subcategories with the same name or a subcategory that matches one of their subcategories that they've yep. pre-built. The organization is very poor inside of Mint. So uh, we would say yes and yes for YNAB and every dollar, but Mint is very poor. That's correct. All right. So as far as allocating it evenly, can you do that? Well, with every dollar, yes, you can. Uh, but you have to change each category to a fund. We talked about this in that episode that you have to say if this category has the potential to either go over, meaning that you're overspending because you're averaging expenses and some months are higher than others, or that you have money surplus that's going to carry over to the next month, then in those categories, you have to take an extra step and create that category as a fund. And then it's going to track that fund and make sure that, that the balances are rolling over every month. Yeah, Leo and I think that this should be done pretty much automatically in any budget where if you have an excess, it rolls over to the next month. Let's say you don't spend your $100 of clothing money that month, it should roll over and you should have 200 the next month. Right. With, with every dollar, you can do that, but you have to use their language and change it into a fund, mm -hmm. which is just not easy. Yep. Now, with YNAB, it's possible but you have to do it manually yeah. yourself. Which is worse than Which with every dollar. Which is worse than with every dollar. This is probably the biggest negative or one of the biggest negatives we have with YNAB. Yeah. In, yeah. in so many other ways, YNAB is amazing. This was one that really was like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> that, and really, honestly, that's, that's the thing was like, why would they do that? I was so frustrated when this new version came out in 2015. I was like, that's such a no-brainer. Why would they take that away? So for many months, I would like look at it and got on forums and trying to figure out if they're going to change it. And they never did. Yeah. And for some reason, they just don't want to do that. I don't understand why I wish they would change that. But that is one of the worst things about YNAB. But there's so few things that uh, sure. are frustrating about YNAB that it's just one that you can probably uh, adjust with. <laughs> now, with Mint, it's the worst feature for rolling over month to month. We actually, I mean, we got frustrated with even just the whole platform at some point and stop trying but we tried to to build june's budget before june started yep. and you literally can't do it you can only operate in the month that you're in because it is pulling from your expenses from your accounts and it will not let you pre-plan the next month and that drives us crazy because you should be able over time to look into the future and see what's going to be coming see how money's rolling over and mint is just the worst and clunkiest in that area so yep. no yep. <laughs> yep. and then last uh, can you adjust as necessary? Um, and this is actually all of them allow you to do that. Yes, you can track expenses, obviously, with each one of them, whether you do it manually with the Dave Ramsey uh, Every Dollar app or you actually have the premium that allows you to download transactions. That's up to you, but you can make adjustments. You can track it. You can assign those categories and those expenses to categories. So that's that's a great thing that all of them allow you to put that information in. And then that gives you the feedback that you need to make adjustments as you go. That's right. So can you connect them to your bank accounts? The answer is yes with all three, as long as you have the premium features with the Every Dollar app. Mm -hmm. And then can you have multiple accounts that are linked, right. like your savings account, your checking account, your credit card accounts. Can mm -hmm. you link multiple? And the answer is yes, across, across all three, yes. Yep, which we love. And then I guess the question is, does it automatically import those expenses and assign them to those categories and link up those accounts with the kind of expenses right. they are? So what the question here is, is how intuitive and how easy is it to use? How does it determine, or can it guess, can it start to determine what 
you're doing with your money so that it makes the whole process of recording and maintaining your budget easier. And this is, I think, a really, really nice feature with EveryDollar and with YNAB. The important thing here is how much time does it take for you to manage your budget every time you do it? Right, every time you update it. So when you log in, it automatically logs into your accounts. It automatically downloads the transactions and it imports those expenses. But the assigning is where it gets a bit difficult. So with every dollar, it's really good because it allows you to easily drag and drop, which is a really, really nice feature. You can grab that expense. You know it's income. You can grab it and drop it right on your income. And boom, it records it, takes care of it. Uh, it does the math for you. It automatically updates the balance for that category. So it's great in that way. For YNAB, it's also the same. The only difference is it does not have a drag and drop. But what I do like about YNAB is that it knows the difference between what has already been imported and what is newly imported. It also, when you download the transactions, it automatically shows you what transactions were imported, what were ignored because they were already recorded previously, what were matched with other ones so that it gives you the ability to say, yes, that's the same one, check. And that way, it prevents you from having those errors of, hey, I've got a double transaction. It didn't catch it. This catches double transactions that are close to each other, but maybe not exactly. For instance, we talked about the fact that only with every dollar can you have pending transactions upload automatically, right? Or every other software we talked about, pending transactions don't show up until they are actually recorded on your bank statement. So because of that, you might have three or four transactions on your credit card statement that's connected to your budget. But those won't show up until you manually enter it. Right. So I personally do that. I'll manually enter those because I want to account for them when they happen, not three, four, five days from now. So when I do that and then import the transactions next time I'm doing my budget, YNAB will match those transactions with ones that I've entered. But because I've manually entered them, there's slight differences in the description, right? Right. But it matches it because it knows the amount's the same. It's at the same date. And it says, hey, Leo, is this the same? And then all I have to do is basically hit accept. Like I right click on it, hit accept, and it automatically matches those two and only puts one in. And I think that's a great feature. And then uh, with the third option, of course, is that it puts everything in bold. So I can go line by line, each transaction being accounted for. And it helps me to make sure that I haven't missed anything or I've not double counted something. I really like that feature. All right. When it comes to tracking expenses, this is one of the things that is the most important to Leo and I. Mm -hmm. And if you even go back and listen to episode 85, where we talked about the financial superpower, the <laughs> thing that will dramatically change your life, allow you to have a budget that works, that allows you to really have control over your finances it comes down to tracking and building that habit and which software is going to make this the easiest and most user-friendly experience. Right. That is a big deal. It's probably one of the heaviest weighted categories that Leo and I would have in this whole process. It's where we spend the most amount of time managing our right. budget, right? So if I'm going to do a bunch of work to set up my budget, I'm not going to do that every month. Right. I've done it. It's in place. I might make some adjustments from time to time, but where I spend the most of my time is updating my budget, plugging those transactions in, make sure that I assign them to the right categories. So that feature, I think if you do well in that as a budget app developer, you're going to win mm -hmm. because Big that's time. where people spend 90% of their time. That's right. We so. may be showing our hand here, but uh, <laughs> with every dollar, it was done very well. We appreciated how it works. It's easy to drag and drop. Mm -hmm. But YNAB really went above and beyond in yeah. this with the ability to clear things, the easy, intuitive, uh, basically the AI, knowing mm -hmm. what categories go where and asking you questions based on duplicates. I mean, just it was so clean and simple that we really loved 
YNAB's use of this, of tracking expenses and how that was imported. In our opinion, it was the best and really overall the one that we would point to the most for tracking expenses. Yep. Uh, Mint was just terrible. Yeah, It had the features, but the whole interface was the worst experience to the point where you almost want to give up almost immediately. Yeah. Yeah, because what it does is it does download all your transactions, but it puts them all on one form. It doesn't give you any indication that you've actually assigned one of those transactions. So it's really hard to keep track of where am I? And then you have to go back and undo what they've done. So they automatically assign things just based on what they think it is. Right. And I know that it's supposed to learn over time, but the problem is I don't want to do the work of going back and reassigning things I'd rather just give me the option to assign them myself in the first place, right. and then we're happy. But if you're assigning them wrong, and it I have no way, work. <laughs> yeah, and I have no way to know. I mean, literally, Mint does not have those transactions that I have not assigned since they've assigned all of them. They're all they all like look exactly the same. So I have no idea of whether I have actually gone in and reassigned a category because I have no way to check to say, okay, I've reassigned this one. It doesn't move from there. It doesn't check get checked off it doesn't get cleared nothing there's mm -hmm. no indication whereas all the other apps give me some indication that i've actually addressed that transaction this one doesn't That's so right. it makes it really really frustrating to use to be honest i mean it's really hard okay can you split the transactions across multiple categories this is a very nice feature because you can't do that in excel right you have to literally take the receipt break it down make individual transactions for each one which is an extra step not crazy uh, amount of time but yes it is a little bit from time to time when you have multiple transactions on a receipt yeah. uh, you go to walmart and you may have some clothes and you may have some groceries yep. you buy on amazon and you may have some electronics and you may have some personal spending yep. and then you may have some home goods so you're going to want to you know break that down and split it that one transaction into multiple categories yep. who does that well right the ones that do it really great are both YNAB and every dollar. They give you the option to do it. They do the math for you. So here's a great feature is when I do a split transaction, if I plug in the wrong number, so for instance, my total expense is $50, but I, let's say I bought a gift card for $25 for one of my friends and 25 for the other friend. So I want to split it up because maybe I'm putting in two different categories. If I did that, when I plug in 25, it'll tell me, show me that I have 25 left. If I put in $24.99, that one cent will send a warning and it's like, hey, you're off by a cent. What do you want to assign that? So it forces me to make sure that the math math's correct. Right. Every dollar does exactly the same thing. Here's what Mint does. This is so frustrating. It doesn't do the math for you, so you have to do the math yourself. So if I take that $50 and have to split it, now if it's, obviously, if I can do it in my head, it's easy enough. But what if I have four transactions and they're all different numbers, and I can't do the math in my head. So I'm pulling my calculator out to try to divvy up this money into four different categories. But what it does is because it doesn't give me the amount, that last transaction, I have to make sure everything matches. So realize how much more time I have to spend making sure this is done right. But then if I get it wrong and I don't assign all the money, it automatically assigns what's left over without giving me an option to whatever they think it is. <laughs> I was like, yeah. whoa, wait a minute. So not only you're not helping with the math, but you're automatically assigning the remainder. So I just think that's, I don't know. I, I don't even have a word for it. It's just very frustrating. <laughs> okay, so uh, when we look at the transaction register, so these transactions are coming in, you know that you've been able to connect your savings account, your checking account, and your credit card accounts with some of these does it take all those transactions and put them into those different categories, into those different accounts? 
And that's a big question. So mm. with YNAB, yes, and it does a great job. You have credit card transactions that come in. It matches it with your credit card account. You have So there's an actual, let's clarify here. Yeah. There's an actual transaction register right. for each one of your accounts. So if I click on my checking account, it'll show all my transaction. And I can look at those in by category. I can look at those by date. I can go back to the beginning of my budget and look at every single transaction. They never go away. Mm -hmm. It's like what you would pull up on your bank account statement or your credit card statement. Yeah, super helpful. Uh, with every dollar, it puts it into one giant transaction register. It doesn't split them up across those accounts. And this is livable. You can make it work, but it's not as user-friendly. It's not as easy. Yeah. And and when you use the YNAB version, it just it actually sticks in your brain more easily because you start to think, okay, I know with my credit card, these are the kind of things I'm spending on. When I know with my checking account, these are the kind of things that are connected to my checking. Yeah. And, and so it helps you to compartmentalize and actually plan better through the YNAB version. Well, one other important feature of that is when you have that check register on YNAB, it also gives you a balance. So now as you're plugging in transactions, you have three additional things at the bottom. It tells you what your cleared balance is, what is the balance of all your clear transactions? It also tells you how many transactions have not been cleared and what the amount of those are, which then gives you a working balance. So that's a really wonderful feature because it tells you, hey, you've got, let's say, $6,000 in your checking account, but you also have $500 worth of outstanding transactions that haven't posted yet. So actually, you only have $5,500. So that's a really important feature. I love that it does that with each account because I can easily track expenses and make sure that they match what's actually happening in my account. And that's the way that I can make sure that my budget is sticking with the actual balances in my account. That's right. So, and that kind of ties into the reporting features. When you look at the reporting features across these apps, Every Dollar does a good job. Mm -hmm. YNAB does the best job. It's the most user-friendly, the most easy to really see where everything is. Just and kind navigate. Of, and navigate, right, yeah. to walk yeah. alongside. And then when you look at Mint, it has reporting features, but they're not user-friendly. Mm -hmm. And so when you connect these accounts, we really see YNAB as a clear winner in yep. these areas. Yep. Uh, then, is there a mobile app? And all of these platforms have mobile apps. Yes. So then the question really becomes, is it good? What's the experience like? Every dollar has a great experience. It's got a good home tab where you can go to the budget. You can go to your tracking. Uh, the tracking bolds some expenses and lightens others so that you and can color know. Codes them and so color you know. codes them. So yep. you know if you've already tracked it or not. Very well done. Every dollar, again, with YNAB best in class, uh, excellent mobile app. And then again, when you get to Mint, it has the app, but it is terrible. It's clearly not built for budgeting. Right. It's built for selling things to you and for an overview of all of your accounts. Now, Mint probably does the best job. Well, it's the only one that includes your investment accounts, yeah. your credit score, your mortgage. So I will say this, when it comes to interfacing with all of your accounts, Mint is the best. But when it comes to actually budgeting, Mint is the worst. So maybe if you want to have all of your information in one place and you trust Mint with all of that data, then it's a good place to get a snapshot of your net worth, of how your overall finances are doing. But it's not a good place to actually manage your budget. Yep. Yeah, I mean, overall, each one of these apps, the reason we looked at them and we asked the question, what are you using to manage your money, to budget um, and obviously, as you guys have been listening to these last few episodes and today's episode, we firmly believe that every dollar in YNAB will allow you to do that. Mint, the budget 
thing is all kind of a byproduct of what they're trying to do. They want you to have it because everybody wants to be able to track their expenses. But we said this earlier that it gives you a false sense of security that you're actually managing and tracking your expenses. It gives you that color code, which I really like. But unfortunately, if I go over, I have no way to correct that. I have no way to uh, to make sure that that's affecting my budget long term. It's something I got to deal with right then. It doesn't roll over. There's so many bad things about it. And, and again, it's because they're not focusing on this app being a budget app. They're focusing it on being a place where you look at all of your expenses. Oh, yeah. And you can do the budget, too. That's right. But it's definitely an afterthought. Yep. I will say just real quick, there's one feature that every dollar provides that is unique to it because it is connected to the Dave Ramsey system. And it will allow you to connect and look at your seven baby steps. If you're following the Dave Ramsey plan and you love Dave Ramsey, the every dollar app will allow you to look at it, look at the world through that lens. Mm -hmm. And that's pretty cool. If you are, if you're fully sold out for that plan and that platform, it'll allow you to see, have I got my starter emergency fund? And then it'll allow you to look at your paying off debt and your debt snowball. Right. Uh, it does a good job of walking you through Dave's seven steps. And that, that can be a real bonus motivationally to someone. Uh, so I just want to, I want to add that in. If you're a Dave Ramsey fan, every dollar is built for you. Uh, when we look at the overall list and we look at Mint and YNAB and every dollar, Leo, who do you think is the clear winner for us and probably the tool that we would recommend overall? Let me answer that question by saying this first. A budget is supposed to be something that serves you very well. So we approached all of this from the perspective is how well will these apps or these opportunities for us to manage our money through these apps how well will they do that for us? How easy, how intuitive, how simple is it for me to just do my budget? That's all I really want to do. And YNAB does that, in my opinion, the best because it was built to be just a budget and it has enough detail in there. What I like about it is it gives you enough detail that it keeps you really informed of what you're doing. However, I will say this, if you follow their four rules, it's going to confuse you. So my recommendation is ignore the four rules, build this budget using YNAB based on the four principles we outlined, because it does allow you to do that really, really well. Mm -hmm. But the four rules are just confusing. So my opinion is use it. I think it's the best one. Just ignore the rules. That's right. So uh, Ashley and I, we still use our own Excel sheet that we built off of what we learned from really the yearly budget tool that Leo and I give away for free. Mm -hmm. And so we still use Excel because it's free and we have total control over it and we can manage it. But we also still manually enter our receipts. And that keeps us in unity and talking about our budget every single month. But if we were to switch and move over to a software and what I would just say graduate to a software so transactions would be easier to track so that we would be able to be looking at it from our phones mm -hmm. while you're at the store. There's so many benefits. YNAB would be the clear winner. Yeah. That's where we would go first. Um, every dollar will work. And if you've used it and it works for you, keep using it. Yeah. We love we love every dollar. We love the people over there. We love the heart behind the system. We love the people at YNAB. You need a budget. I just, the heart behind that is that you've got to get your spending under control and you need a long-term plan. And so YNAB, definitely the best in class for us. Mint, we appreciate the people that spent, you know, thousands of hours building out that platform. We know that they worked hard on it. We know that it has some good features. It's going to come in third and be one that I'll probably never recommend to somebody to build a budget in. Right. Uh, maybe to look at their overall finances if they want a snapshot in one place. 
maybe to build a debt snowball. Yeah, they, I like it for that reason. Yeah, if they just want to put their debts in, not don't include any of your budgeting, but you only put your credit cards in and track your debt and how much you're paying off debt, actually Mint could be a good place to do that. So I do want to say, we love the people that build these tools. Yeah. Uh, but when it came down to it, YNAB was the number one recommendation from getting money right. And every dollar came in in a close second. I mean, they do a lot of great things. There's good things. It is really a good app. The only downside is that it lacks some of the detail and it lacks the ability to allow you to do things easier. And that's where it fell a bit short is that YNAB built in this understanding that this should be easy and fast and you can do it quickly and intuitively and you should have enough detail to make those decisions where every dollar kind of either made it more difficult for you to do those things or it just took them out completely. And again, it does meet our four foundational principles, but one is much better than the other to use, but they both will help you to manage your money. And That's so right. we would recommend both of them, but clearly YNAB is a favorite. That's right. Well, there are four you know, basic principles to purposeful living. Mm -hmm. And the first one is to spend on purpose. Yep. And this is something we talk about across all of Getting Money Right. And this whole series of episodes has been about helping you to spend on purpose. But we've got to remember that once you go beyond spending on purpose, remember to save before you spend. Mm -hmm. Remember to build margin. Yep. And then remember to invest wisely. Those are the four principles for purposeful living. But in this series of episodes, we broke down those four foundational principles to actually live on and build a budget. And so we assigned every dollar. We arranged every expense. We allocated it evenly across months, and then we adjusted as necessary. I really hope that you've enjoyed this series. I hope that it's helpful for you to find a budgeting tool that will work for you mm -hmm. so that you can have a long-term financial plan and really to live life intentionally and so that you can be freed up to pursue your true life's purpose. The goal is to get your finances to where they serve you for your purpose. Couldn't have said it better myself. Well, thank you everyone for joining us for these last few episodes. I hope that you have found it helpful that we've been able to really dive into some of these apps, but more than that, to help you to understand what has to be part of managing your money well. These four principles we talked about are so important because they will help you to continue to get better, to continue to meet your financial goals, to stay on target. And for us, this is something we love to do, but our hope is that through these podcasts that you will learn better how to manage your money so that you can live on purpose. Honestly, that is the desire of what we do. And if you want to help us with that, we would love for you to rate and review and then subscribe to our podcast. We are over 200 five-star reviews on the Apple podcast, and we would love to continue to grow that because the more reviews we have, the better our ranking, the more accessible this podcast will be to more people. So please share it. Please review and rate while you're there. And also, please share this podcast on your social media platform. When you listen to it, all you have to do is just click share and then share with somebody you love. This has been a great series to share with other people because you can say, hey, I'm using this app or I've listened to these podcasts that go through these different apps. Here's one they recommend. I'd love for you to check it out. This is a great way to introduce it to someone else. You could also find the show notes, of course, to this episode and previous episodes on leosabo.com. And of course, more content and resources there. So please take advantage of that. It's all free and you can benefit from it. There's videos that'll help you to 
implement these principles we talked about through the yearly budget tool that we have on there that you can download for free. You could also go to stewardshippastors.com. Really encourage you to check out the book, Jesus on Money. This is David's book that's coming out. Uh, it's going to talk about provision, about being a good manager, about the heart, uh, the rewards of being a good steward. It's really about biblical principles of managing money. This is what Jesus talked about, and he really expanded on some of these things. And they're not just practical, they're really foundational principles. When we manage money, these are the things that we run up against. Why do we do what we do? So it'd be a great resource for you. And also, share this with pastors or spiritual leaders in your life. If your pastor doesn't know about this website, he should, because this is going to be a great resource for them to be able to learn more about how they can equip their own people how to manage money from a biblical perspective. Uh, there's also videos and resources as well on the website, so there's great resources for them to benefit from. Well, again, thanks for joining us for this episode. We look forward to having you join us next time so that together we, we can, can keep, keep getting, getting money right. In this series of episodes, we broke down those four foundational principles to actually live on and build a budget. And so we assigned every dollar, we arranged every expense, we allocated it evenly across months, and then we adjusted as necessary. I really hope that you've enjoyed this series. I hope that it's helpful for you to find a budgeting tool that will work for you. Mm -hmm.